it is the 9th of July and I didn't have time to go back and watch any bits of the game yesterday. I was coaching all day, um, but I've just gone back through uh, a few clips, tried to pull out some things that I thought were interesting um, and basically just relive that whole evening. Um, I was watching in Hackney Whip with a bunch of Goldigers um, and uh, it was so much fun. That was probably the most fun I've had watching England that I can remember. Maybe since the Columbia game, which I really liked as well. But this one was just, I think all the way through, I've just had such a good time. I wasn't worried or nervous. I was with people who were quite edgy, but um, I just felt good. It was so enjoyable. And I don't know if that's weird to say. Maybe it's just because I, England have a better chance to win stuff than Spurs do. And therefore, I can just enjoy the possibility of having, of supporting a team that have a chance of actually doing well. Um, whereas with Spurs, you just kind of trundle along. But I, I did love it. I absolutely loved it. Um, there were some moments in the second half, I think, in particular... Well, I just I just burst out laughing like it. I was just yeah having a having a great great time. Um, this is a bit of a slightly different podcast just because um, I wasn't sure how to go about reviewing this game, and um, I want to do a, a proper debrief of of the final. So this one is just me uh, and some some thoughts I had looking back at some clips interspersed with. <laughs> some immediate post-game reaction from some people I watch the football with. My favourite bit is the interview, interviewed in inverted commas. Uh, Lucy Rollington's contribution to this is absolutely unparalleled. So, Luce, thank you very much. Um, but also Liz and Flora and Lottie and Emma. Big, big thanks for giving me 30 seconds of your time straight after the game. Um... We can feel good. We can feel feel pleased and feel happy with how the tournament's gone. I think we've got a decent chance of of making Sunday a really, really good game. And not a million things... Like it doesn't have to go perfectly for us to win the game. Watching back the, the Spain-Italy one, um, there are really, really tangible, specific ways that England can can hurt Italy. So... Um, maybe I'll get into some of those at the back end of this one. Um, but yeah, enjoy reliving it. Um, and I'll catch up with you soon. Flora, what was your what was your feeling at the moment that Harry Kane stepped up to take the pen? I thought he doesn't fucking miss. He never fucking misses. You know what? He missed. But you know, he got that rebound and it's coming home. Um, so when the team got leaked, I was, I, was, I was quite excited about Saka. I think he's been he's been fantastic. So anytime he's going to start, even if he doesn't play the whole game, I think we've got to be excited for it. Um, could see the thinking with the with the back four. I think they did pretty well. Um, fullback, I mean centre backs. Stones and Maguire are always going to play. It's just a case of whether Trippier comes in to play outside Walker. I think they all did they all did really really well. Um, a few a few moments in the, in the first half in particular where Rice and Phillips were 
more holding midfielders than they have been. Um, but even for the for the first single goal, which I'll get to in a second, like Phillips is is really really high up the pitch. Um, so I, I do I do think it's important to distinguish the roles that Rice and Phillips have because they're not they're not playing the same they're not playing the same position. Um, and yeah, Sterling off the left, Mount Mount again, really, really. I don't know how to to quantify his his performance because. I think in the Ukraine game, he looked a little bit out of kilter with everyone, um, and he because England had so much of the ball, the the things that he does off the ball to try and um, force mistakes and that stop um, the ball being played through like the middle of the pitch for the opposition. He didn't really do as much, um, and yeah, against Denmark, I'm 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 perennially impressed with him, but. I don't. I don't. I think if anyone's gonna not play, if we do change the shape, it will be him. I don't think you can. I don't think you can leave out Saka. But there you go. Um, anyway, it's actually Mount gives away a foul for ahead of the the, the Damsgaard free kick. Mount gives away this free kick. Which, I don't know. It, it didn't look too bad, but his arms a little bit high up. And um, anyway, gives away this foul, and then from that free kick is when Shaw gives away the foul that the Damsgaard free kick. Gets taken from. I don't. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know how much has been made of Italy from from set pieces. I haven't seen too much on that. But Denmark, um, definitely those those big big centre backs were were a bit of an issue. Um, and actually, them standing together for the the Damsgaard free kick when the three of them are in that wall and the wall moves just as he's about to hit it. I think definitely had an an impact on on Pickford being able to see it. I don't know if we can blame Bickford too much. I think it's just an unbelievable strike. Obviously, there's always with every goal, you, there's going to be things that you could say, "Our oh, goalkeeper could have done this." That's like I think part of the nature of that position um, and starting position and set position, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, unbelievable strike. So that's thirty-first minute, um, and then kind of what five, six minutes later, I think Saka plays this pass. Kind of inside of the wing back, but outside of the full back. Um, sorry, inside of the wing back and like outside of the centre back, Vestergaard. Um, and Kane's run off the back of him, and then Kier has to track him, which means that Christensen has to track Mount, which means that when Sterling gets inside the wing back on the opposite side, he's got a really, really good chance. Um, and the Schmeichel save is really, really good. It's a really, really good save. Um, but that chance, just I, I was, I was feeling good after that. I felt really, really hopeful. It didn't seem like the goal had affected us too much. I know it, it's always the shot when it, when when team concedes a goal. It's like cut to whoever, like the, the, the cut, the shot, the shot of Harry Kane touching his temples. Um, was was yeah that came on I found that a bit funny but yeah I was just we we straight away created the chance and then off the back of that chance like thirty seconds later Saka plays that ball back to Walker Kane moves into that little bit of space towards the ball so that he can receive it and he receives it with his left foot so that he can play it quickly with his right foot and I think that's that's something that uh, it's a really really handy thing to be able to do if you're right footed and you can take the ball with your left foot then just the 
the, the time it takes you to then play a pass is going to be minimised because you don't have to take another step. Um, and yeah, it's a lovely pass and Saka does really well to get inside of the wing back. Something watching it back that I didn't notice, Phillips is really, really high up when that happens. Phillips is ahead of the ball, so he's ahead of Kane when that's happening. And I think Vestergaard has to kind of be aware of him um, as, as that's going on. Because if Kane plays it into Phillips, then it's going to have to be Vestergaard that gets out to close the ball down. Otherwise, Phillips has a load of time like kind of just outside the box to the right-hand side, and that's an area of the pitch that they have to try and put pressure the ball on. Um, anyway, Saka gets into that into that space, and I thought he'd taken too long. I thought he was going to play it earlier, but he did it across, and Sterling again gets inside the wing-back. Great run, and that recovery challenge from Kerr just ends up turning it into his own goal. Um, and yeah, we created two two great chances so quickly after the goal. Like when I say I enjoyed it, I, I I felt like we were good enough to be able to to create opportunities to score. Um, and getting in twice in in similar ways was was a real real positive. Um, yeah, I think I think those two those two chances um, down the right-hand side is a really good sign as well because we've had the goals where we've created down the left and the cutback. Um, but to be able to get in down the right-hand side, one with Saka, one with Kane, different players finding those um, finding those free balls is, is a really, really good sign. Um, yeah, I mean, quiet-ish end to the half, I suppose. Um, England, I thought, in control. Um, and then, yeah, first bit of the second half, Kane, that was what I think... That, I think it's 53 minutes. Kane gets gets fouled in inverted commas on the right, and that was when all of the uh, well, I think a few Arsenal fans I was with, but other fans fans of other teams as well. That's it. Like Flora and I just start laughing because you've seen him do it so many times for Spurs. So used to just a bit of pressure, a bit of contact, bam, hits the floor, wins a free kick, um, and everyone's loving it when he's playing for England. We'll, we'll take the free kicks, break up the game. Really smart when he does it for England. As soon as he's doing it for Spurs, cheap, 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 cheap. Um, but yeah, so Kane gets fouled, and yeah, when they're setting up to take the free kick, it's Mount's delivery. The uh, the players attacking the ball leave a gap between them and Maguire. Like Maguire has space to be able to run and attack the ball by himself. You know, the 2018 the love train was obviously a big thing you get all the players together and then they try and move in different directions to create space to attack the ball but Maguire was left by himself to, to try and do that which I thought was interesting gets up really well good contact Schmeichel really really good save um, and then yeah I mean the rest of the, the rest of the game there's a few a few times where it seems like we had like real uh, real moments where I remember thinking, like, okay, what what if Grealish is on, or what if Foden's on, um, and then obviously those players come on. What if what if Sancho was on? Um, how how could this game be different? But I mean, definitely not in a position to question any of the substitutions um, throughout that throughout that second half. And then the next the next like big chance, I suppose, it happens right at the end, at ninety third minute. Sterling gets it. I mean, he's he's so. He's so comfortably been England's best player. Um, I know Shaw, Shaw's been great. Like you can make a case for everyone having done 
really, really well. He probably wouldn't be in the final without everyone playing well, but I just think Sterling's just on another level at the moment. Um, gets it on the right and he drives into the box and he chooses to cut it back. And I paused it at the point where he um, gets past the defender and it looks really similar, I thought, to the to when he gets fouled for the penalty. He's got the chance to take a defender on the outside and he chooses to cut it back and he cuts it back kind of quite early on um in that little that little phase. I feel like he could he could have held it and then like taken that touch with the inside of his right foot to his left and then big acceleration with his outside of his right foot to go down the line. Um but he cuts it back and Kane kind of takes it off Grealish. I don't I mean that's <laughs> that's the phrase. I don't know if he don't know if he knew Grealish was there, but then I even remember saying at the point where that happens, like Grealish must not have shouted loud enough, or Kane is just thinking, "Fuck all of you! I'm the captain. I'm going to try and score a goal." But if Grealish yells, like you're going to hear him, aren't you? That big, like Jacks, Jacks ball. Um, so maybe, maybe he just didn't call it loud enough. Wait, Liz, before you move, uh, how would you describe your emotions? through our extra time excited but yet so confident in the England team my boy Harry Maguire <laughs> Luke Shaw the wing back, wing back of my dreams <laughs> doing bits and yeah genuinely just love this team love this result it's coming home babe it's coming home so then we're into extra time and I mean I, I've I've been quite down on Kyle Walker's passing ability. Um, I do think that James and Trippier are just better passers. Um, Walker without the ball, unbelievable. And I mean, throughout throughout the Denmark game, the way that he... His recovery pace is fantastic. He's getting younger and quicker somehow. But he's just always in the right position. Um, and the times he's not in the right position is when he might gamble... And the gamble, the gamble is that he can get back, and he probably can get back to cover any sort of distance. I mean, there's times where he, what I can't remember which minute it was, but he, I mean, he covers the left back spot pretty much. Um, so yeah, fantastic. Anyway, start of start of extra time. Walker plays this phenomenal pass, like outside three players, bends it like around the touchline into that that space for Kane to run onto. Um, low shot across goal which Michael saves and does really well um, and that was when I was like okay we're, we're I mean everyone you can be tense but I was just really relaxed feeling like we're going to score um, and then yeah 101st minute Sterling picks it up on the right and runs at, um, at Marla beats him and then Jensen comes across and I, I might be wrong I feel like he's thinking about the chance at the end of 90 minutes for that when he cuts it back because he was so unstoppable when he runs at people his balance and his the the control he has over the ball is just ridiculous so I think he's probably just thinking run 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 and theft if they touch me it's going to be a foul and he goes down I think it I think it probably is a penalty like you can't make contact with someone in the box if you don't make contact with the ball and that's what happened and it's a foul um and yeah, I mean, Hoiberg runs straight to the ref and like hands on hips, scowling, looking disappointed. Um, a an expression I've seen on his face throughout this season with Spurs. Um, 
But I thought that was funny. And then, yeah, something I only noticed watching it back, there's another ball on the pitch. There's like, so Sterling comes into the box, like through down the, down the right-hand side, like between where he enters the box and the touchline, there's just another ball. Um, and I, <laughs> I know that you were investigating this laser thing. There was reports of lasers pointing at Schmeichel. Um, I wonder if there needs to be a report into why there was another ball on the pitch as well. Um, didn't affect the game, but could have. Absolutely terrified. I just, I'd accepted that we'd lost. I just didn't want it to be Calvin Phillips' fault. But why did you, why did you think that? For no reason. For no reason. Because I'd watched England for 24 years, and we never get the penalty in extra time. And see it Yeah, I mean, I, I cannot stress enough that my one. My, I think my favourite thing in football is the missed penalty and scoring the rebound. That and when centre-backs like step out with the ball and just no one challenges them and they just keep going and going and going. My favourite one of those is Kurt Zuma for Chelsea against, I think it's against Valencia, and he just runs the length of the pitch and does some step-overs. Penalty, miss and tapping is right there. It's 1A and 1B for me um, because the the... The misery and despair for the penalty taker, coupled with the joy for the goalkeeper, like how quickly those emotions get reversed is just absolutely beautiful. Um, and yeah, tapping off the missed penalty, not a great penalty from Kane. I think when you say that as well, like there's there, there are levels, aren't there? Kane is so good at penalties. And I mean, what I mean by that is he's so good at making great contact with the ball and the ball just goes into a place in the goal where the goalkeeper can't save it. And even the times where like, he sends the goalkeeper the wrong way, he's doing that because the keeper knows that if they have a chance of saving it, like the one he does most often is the like, low across his body firmly. The keeper knows that if they have any chance of saving that, they're going to have to dive pretty early. And if he sees a move, he can just put it in the other side. Um, and yeah, the contact wasn't great. It was in the corner. I think Schmeichel even dives past the ball. He ends up saving it like with his elbows and his midriff, um, which might be the reason he doesn't hold it. Um, but yeah, not a good pen because it wasn't really in the corner and because it didn't have a lot of power on it. Um, anyway, to get the tap in. Lottie, where, how much money would you have put on Jack Grealish being sub-subbed? <laughs> I didn't expect that, but it turned out to be a tactical masterpiece. Roll on the final. So yeah, we're two and up in extra time, and yeah, Grealish sub subbed, uh, which is funny. It is funny. I do. I think there was. Uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but someone was talking about that. And after the game, Southgate kind of goes up to Grealish to tell him why it happened. He's just like, I don't care. We're in the final, which is nice. Um, he played his part. He really, really played his part. Um, anyway, so Trippier comes on. They cut to Trippier looking extremely serious. I said in the last one with Flo, like Jordan Henderson's a, a grown-up coming on. I think Trippier's also got that got that role where it's like, yeah, okay, yes, I'm I'm a I'm a very serious defender who's coming on to defend the lead to get us into the final. Um, and it cut to him, and he just sort of did that sagely nod as his number was up on the board. Um, and then yeah, through extra time. Uh, England in control-ish gave up a bit more of the ball and a, and a couple of shots and that 
that Pickford save where he goes low to his right is a little deflection from that shot from Brathwaite. That was going wide. And I thought that was quite Jordan Pickford to pull off an unbelievable save that he didn't really have to make because it was going wide. It reminded me a lot of the Columbia one. Um, that save when he tips around the post and you watch it back, you're like, oh, it, it was going wide. Um, but it's important that Jordan Pickford feels part of it and that he is, is available if needed. Um, so that was good, I suppose. And then Sterling chance right at the end that he gets saved. Again, very, very similar. Driving into the box down that right-hand side. This time decides to decides to take him on the outside and he just gets too close to Schmeichel. Schmeichel, just unbelievable. Give us give us a word for Kasper Schmeichel. Huh? Give us a word for Kasper Schmeichel. You're beautiful. You're blonde. You're gorgeous. And you live in the best city in England, Kasper. But you can't have it all and you can't go through, unfortunately. And then I thought a really fitting end to the game with literally the last action, Harry Kane being bundled over, maybe a foul, maybe not a foul, draws a foul, and then straight away cuts to the manager's handshake. Um, and England are in, in the final. And uh, I feel good about our chances. I'll be... I think the main, th the main thing to look out for is, is, is if Trippier plays, right? It's just like, I'm going to tell game. I know what I'm doing. Trust me. And I mean, the Italians are better as well. It's fine. Do you reckon? <laughs> I mean, you have to see that. Do you reckon he'll go back three? So who, who misses out based on tonight? Mount. Is Trippier over Mount? Does he, bring, does he keep Saka in? Yeah, I reckon Saka plays. Saka has played really well. I, I think there's a case to start... If Trippier plays, he probably plays over Mount based on, on that performance. But I also think that there's a case to play Mount in that, in that game. Um, and whether you have Mount as the like that third midfielder, or whether you have Mount as one of the as the third attacker instead of Saka. I think there's a case for both of those things. Um, I think those are the only two positions really up for up for question. I've seen a fair bit of chat about Henderson. I think if Henderson's going to play, you've got to decide whether you want Phillips or Mount to do the like bulk of the defending on Jorginho and I think there's a, there's a case for both of them but I think you can't have Henderson at the expense of Rice I think Rice has to play and then it's a case of do you want to go Rice Henderson with Mount kind of on Jorginho do you want to go Rice Henderson with Phillips on Jorginho I can't remember whose piece it was but uh, a bit on uh, how Phillips has done that for Leeds before, has like, been given the task of uh, get close to opposition's deepest midfielder who play makes, like disrupt that rhythm. I think Phillips could do that really well. Um, wouldn't put it past him to just nail Jorginho in the first couple of minutes, get a yellow card, but then like that does enough <laughs> to get Jorginho off his game. I don't know. Um, I think there's a case for, for doing that with Mount. I also think if you're gonna if you're gonna play with a back three, um, and you want to have Sterling and Saka, you can even say, you know, to Kane, 
to, to, to kind of screen Jorginho there to at least make it make it make him have to move out of the middle of the pitch to try and to try and get on the ball. Um, there's a case for all of those things. Whatever we decide, it's going to be really well considered and thoughtful. And uh, at this point, everything Southgate does is paying off. So I imagine that they're they're contemplating him and Steve Holland contemplating the best way to go about doing it. Um, but everyone's hit their stride, really. I don't think there's anyone, maybe Mount, but even then he's had some great deliveries of set pieces. He's probably the only one I'd say who hasn't had like a, a, a fantastic performance. Um, I think everyone else has been great in that starting eleven. Anyway, has been has been great, and obviously subs when they've when they've been brought on have been really really good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I went to Italy, Austria at Wembley and I said when I was on with Flo that I was kind of, I felt like I was kind of short changed. That was the one game that Italy weren't really, really great. But looking back at that game now, I think there's there's real I I'm glad I was there because I can think of the times in that game where Austria were on top um and and England are a better team than Austria. And they they really, really struggled. I think the Spain uh, the Spain game showed that there are real opportunities uh, to to keep keep the ball. Maybe, okay, Spain may be better than England at keeping the ball, but then we had that stretch at the end of the game where it was where it was very very comfortable. I think different to previous England teams, we can we can keep possession fairly comfortably if we if we have to if that's if that's part of the way to that we're going to try and win the game. That two minutes where we just kept balls. Unreal. I was like, who, who is who this? Who is this? Yeah, yeah. Is this 2011 Barcelona? No, it's not. <laughs> but somehow it works. I, I, I think we just have to, we just have to try and enjoy it. There's going to be, whatever happens, we're going to be crying. And it's the first time this has happened in my lifetime. And just try and be with people you love and, uh, and enjoy the game for what it is. And I think what it is, is a really young, likeable, fun squad with a really good manager um, who have exceeded expectations, exceeded my expectations anyway. Um, and that's that's something to celebrate and something to, to root for. Um, I'm going to preview the final with Ali tomorrow. That'll be up Sunday morning. Um, and I look forward to... Whatever happens, it's been it's been a really really fun tournament and really fun to support. You, you are a mad fuck. Do you know what as well? Zero. 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 Zero.